0: Thank you, Jay, and hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the International Gospel Hour and Are You Listening? We treasure and appreciate every listener. When you choose to listen to us, hey, you made a choice, and we're glad that you chose us, and we'll do our best not to disappoint you, but we'll point the way to God as we study together. Today, will you consider a question with me, one that was asked centuries ago? Well, that question's coming up in just a moment. Hey, again, we appreciate you listening today. We'd like for you to take a moment and go over to our International Gospel Hour page on Facebook and click on the like. This will allow you to keep up with the International Gospel Hour, our works and what we're doing. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at International Gospel Hour and also follow us on Twitter at our underscore gospel. You can keep up with our latest works, where the International Gospel Hour is in your area, and we look forward to communicating with you. I want to pause at this moment as well and give an appreciation to a long-time friend and mentor, James E. Jones, for our thoughts in our study today. This is a lesson that I heard him preach many years ago that has stuck with me, and I want to take the key points and work with them. The question that was asked centuries ago, Well, it's from Matthew 27, verse 22. What shall I then do with Jesus? This was the question asked by Pilate while Jesus was on trial. You know, history teaches that Pilate was a very complex individual. And the beloved scriptures affirm this man as actually one who was trying to please everyone. You know, he tried to please the crowd. From Mark 15 and verse 15, when it says, "And so Pilate, willing to content the people, released Barabbas unto them and delivered Jesus. Parallel with that, Luke 23 and verse 24. Matthew 27:19 says he tried to please his wife. And in John 19:12, he tried to please Caesar based on the response of the people. He sent Christ to Herod, passing responsibility, when he learned Christ was from Galilee, in Luke 23, verses 6 and 7. Now you know one may become angered at Herod for such irresponsibility, but let us take his question and ask it this hour. What shall I do then with Jesus? Dear friends, what will you do with Jesus? As the old hymn goes... The question comes to you, and you must give an answer to something you must do. What will you do with Jesus, the one who was crucified, the one through his death we learn of the beautiful grace of God, the opportunity of reconciliation, and the one on whom we are really to keep our focus? Hebrews 12 and verse 2 To the Christian looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. What will you do with Jesus? It continues as a tremendous soul-responsible question to this very day. Dear friends, what will we do with Jesus? May I ask first of all, what will we do with the claims of jesus have you ever paused to consider that jesus's claims stand forth strong and true and on which we can fully trust and know he is whom he says he is in matthew 16:16 16, 16, peter said thou art the christ the son of the living god jesus told him flesh and blood had not revealed that but the father in heaven In John 1 and verse 1, we learn that Christ, He was God. He was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The centurion in Mark the 15th chapter in verse 39, when Jesus died and took His last breath, darkness upon the earth, the veil of the temple torn in two, that centurion said, truly this was the Son of God. Dear friends, for a Roman centurion to say that, with the authority and the power of the word of a centurion, that spoke volumes. You see, these claims of the Christ cannot be applied to anyone else. There is nobody else who was ever or who will be the Son of the living God. There is no one else who could be God. There is no one else of whom one could say, or of anyone else, this was the Son of God. It was a declaration that was indeed strong. What will we do with the claims of Jesus? If we ignore these claims through not obeying the Christ and realizing what He will do for us, then like Pilate, we will lack commitment and we look to please others rather than God. What will we do with Jesus? His claims are powerful. They are sure. He is the Christ. He is the one. What will we do with Jesus? Now, as we've noted, what will you do with the claims of Christ? Number two, what will you do with the commands of Christ? In John 14 and verse 15, Jesus, in instructing his apostles, and the parallel goes for us today, If you love me, keep my commandments. Dear friends, when we learn to believe on Christ, then that also embraces keeping the commandments of Christ. In John 12, verses 48 through 50, the Bible says, He that rejects me and receives not my words hath one that judges him. The word that I have spoken, the same will judge him on the last day. For I have not spoken of myself, but of the Father which sent me. He gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever therefore I speak, even as the Father saith unto me, so I speak. See, Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And the claims of Christ are the foundation of the words of Christ that will judge us. Those claims exactly comprise the foundation, and knowing such instruction, we recall the words from Second Corinthians 5.11, knowing the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. What will we do with Jesus? When Jesus commands us to carry forth, what are we going to do? I embrace the command of Jesus when in his teaching in Matthew 15.10, he said, hear and understand. I need to hear the commandments of Christ and understand them. John eight twenty four. Except you believe that I am He, ye shall die in your sins. I need to grasp the command of Christ to believe. In Luke 13, verse 3, Nay, I tell you, except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. I best grasp that command of repentance. In Matthew 10, and beginning with verse 32, Whosoever shall confess me before men... Him also will I confess before my Father which is in heaven. But he that will deny me before men, I will deny before my Father which is in heaven. The command of confessing him and not denying him. And when I learned the words of Jesus in Mark sixteen sixteen, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be condemned. I need to obey the commandment of Christ in baptism. To where in Matthew 28 and verse 19, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus gave forth a command that I need to grasp. Dear friends, what will you do with the commands of Christ? When he told the church in Smyrna in Revelation 2 and verse 10, Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. That's a command. We need to walk faithful for our Lord. We have a different life. The old man of sin has been crucified, and we walk in newness of life, Romans 6, 5, and 6. And we need to think on these things, dear friends. Let me pause here, because as we are speaking of what we shall do with Jesus, we'd like to send to you absolutely free a special study booklet titled, The Lord's Church as Revealed in Acts. The International Gospel Hour offers this absolutely free to our listeners of, are you listening? May we send it to you? Just call us toll-free at one 444 6988 That's one eight five igh 6988 And your study booklet, The Lord's Church as Revealed in Acts, will be sent to you. Now with that said, folks, let's conclude our thoughts today. And may we ask, what will you do with the Church of Christ? We've asked about His claims. We've asked about His commands. What will you do with his church? The promise of the Christ to build his church we learn in Matthew 16:18. Speaking to Peter, he said, Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Jesus said, I'm going to build my church. And he paid the price with his blood, as we learn from Acts 20 and verse 28. And it prompts us to ask the question, since the church is his body, what will we do with it? In Ephesians one twenty-two and 23, speaking of God and Christ, God put all things under the feet of Christ and gave him to be head over all things to the church which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. In Colossians one eighteen, and he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. And the church is comprised of the saved which the Lord adds to the church, Acts two forty-seven. Those obedient to the commands of Christ, who embrace the claims of Christ, they are added to the church. And when the church is put forth, it is the church we read of in the New Testament. It's not a denominational body among many, but the church that Christ promised to build. So, dear friends, what will we do with Jesus and His church? Oh, what an invigorating study today about Christ What shall we do with Jesus? What will we do with His claims? What will we do with His commands? What will we do with His church? Dear friends, I hope we've prompted some thoughts in your mind to continue study. And we'll be glad to address that with you here on the International Gospel Hour. Every time we come together, it's like I'm welcoming friends that we can continue to study together the Word of God. And that in between our broadcast, you can study the Word of God on your own. Let us hear from you at InternationalGospelHour.com. And my dear friends, I really appreciate you joining me today on Are You Listening? Brought to you by the International Gospel Hour. And until next time, I'm Jeff Archie. And keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope first that it glorified God but second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com.